Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the uh, Front Porch People Media Group. Welcome to the show. Uh, appreciate that. In the studio, uh, surprised for most of us because he's so busy, is Tony Wink. Tony, how are you? Man, I'm busy. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, you've got a big event coming up this weekend, right? Yep. It'll. This will be the 30th anniversary for wow. the Davenport Vintage Flat Track Races at the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds. Now, do I get tickets to the event? Uh, you do not, actually. Wow, that's... I'm I, sorry. I think but, I would get tickets. But you will be paid to join us and be the announcer. One oh! Of, one of three announcers. Uh, and how long is the event? Uh probably you'll you'll be you'll probably just sit in the car okay just sit in the car and then go back to the one okay (laughs) anyway so it's called the vintage flat track race it's the 30th edition and i was on facebook and i saw the posters for the event who did the posters uh chris hanlos does those for me wow he's been doing a lot of my work he's really good he uh man he's super cool yeah it's all original artwork and yeah and uh you know you see a lot of times you you pay him for that work well eventually i'm assuming he's going to give me a bill at some point hmm. but uh yes i have paid him in the past and i'm i'm a little nervous to look at my bill because well, i don't know if it's a bill you need to worry about it i've seen his <laughs> comments about you on facebook and twitter and instagram and it's almost as if you haven't paid him <laughs> that's not true who's on the program tonight uh, tony we're gonna have michael Locke on who uh, we've had uh, him on for years he's now the ceo of aft american flight track we'll talk to him colton haker he's gonna no, wait, be on. wait wait doesn't michael have an event booked on top of yours uh, well, the, the, the historically uh, Memorial Weekend is, is Springfield, and so Springfield Mall. Yeah, so the Springfield race will kick off. It'll be on Sunday, and uh, the Saturday has always been the the uh, Vintage TT races. Um, they've they've moved them to Friday on top of my thirty year old. Why event. would they do that? I don't know. Oh, I, I, maybe we'll talk to Michael about that. I'm okay. sorry. Uh, Colton Haker is going to be on, who uh, finished second overall at the Prescott Valley Event Center in Arizona, who is a, uh, uh, that was the Enduro Cross, that, that series just kicked off. Right. Haker will be on Mike Lang, who is a, <clears throat> um, Mike is an interesting guy, like as most vintage flat track racers. He was on with us last week. He was. Or last year. Last year, yeah. He's yeah. super cool dude. Um, best looking setup. He races board trackers. <laughs> and those things. I so do, cool to watch last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's super so, cool and I forget, surprisingly I very you fast. Were there, yeah. Oh yeah, surprisingly fast bikes. Yep, and uh, they are fast for being nineteen twenties. And you know what those things are worth? Uh, a lot of uh, money. Hundreds, four or five grand. Hundreds of thousands. Oh, literally. That's a lot more than I. Slam and Sammy's going to be on. Sammy Halbert joins us, who is uh, part of the um, American Flat Track series and, and very, uh, very well known, very famous, very very popular racer in that right. series and then rick hobbs who's um crew chief for camera bobier and the monster energy yamaloop yamaha factor racing team all right let's go to pj pj breaking news and before you do breaking news we have a dedication yes absolutely we're doing tonight's episode of pit pass radio in memory of one mr brian drebber Dreb. legendary oh, uh, announcer has been with moto america as their head announcer since uh, moto america became moto america what a heartbreak uh, it was an absolute heartbreaker he unfortunately succumbed to injuries suffered in a motorcycle accident last week on his way to the airport you know if, if there's an appropriate way for a motorcycle guy 
like us, Drebs, or whoever, to die, I would say it would be because of injuries suffered because of a motorcycle yeah, accident. The, the odds go up when you live on your motorcycles. The odds are high. That's right. how you're going to I'm hoping to die of old age. Gonna, yeah, I'm hoping, but uh, yeah. odds are it's a motorcycle. So we, we dedicate uh, the program to Drebs. Let's go to breaking news. And from the world of uh, road racing, two-wheeled road racing, we had a great event in Pittsburgh this past weekend uh, in Supersport. Uh, DeBeast won the first race with Gil Hayden Gilm and uh, uh, Bryce Prince following him in uh, race one, race two in the Super Sport category. J.D. Beach back on top, uh, maintaining his lead in the, in the championship hunt. Hayden Gillum second again, and uh, Bryce Prince third again. In Superbike, Heron put it up there on Saturday. Amazing race from Heron on well, Saturday. An amazing race. Over Garrett Gerloff and Matthew Skoltz. Uh, Elias and Bobier were notably absent from the from the podium, but they got it back together on Sunday, or I mean, in race two as they were, were there. Elias and Bobier, uh, Elias won it with an absolute battle all the way to the line. There were at least three, if not four, big passes in the last lap as Elias and Bobier uh, duked it out. Heron came in with a strong podium again in third place. But the bigger two-wheeled news from the weekend was. Silverstone GP, the MotoGP race from Silverstone after qualifying and all was said and done come Sunday morning. Sorry, folks, we're not racing. Sunday, um, Sunday. Does not happen in MotoGP. Unfortunately, we've seen it happen in other series. Doesn't happen in MotoGP. This is unheard of. And they're not going to be able to make it up because they move on. Yep. It is a big series, so that was shocking. And they had a wet race at the Ironman at the last race in Crawfordsville, Indiana, for the Lucas Pro Oil Motocross Championship. Eli Tomac did clinch his title, mm -hmm. which is the second, and he did not finish well in the race. First guy to defend. Yeah, yep. So it's the it's he is the, uh, the his second consecutive title in the 450 class. He's the first guy to do that since Ricky Carmo, Michael. Can you believe that? And also, Chad Reed raced. And How about that? his first national since 2015. And he was at the front for a minute there. He pulls the whole <laughs> he was, shot. He was at the front. Two top tens, a fifth and an eighth, and he, and he finishes overall an eighth. It's Reed, just an, Reed's always going to be a danger I love for anybody. It. How I about love this? It. Uh, 2018 season wrapped up on Saturday, right? Okay. But news already, and you call it the silly season because there are some guys without rides and some teams without racers, but Joey Savacci has uh, already announced that he will be uh, racing for Yamaha, uh, and it's a multi-year deal with Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger. Uh, so, you know, you look at uh, Monster Energy, I'm sorry, it's Monster Energy Kawasaki uh, confirmed the long-rumored addition of Joey Savacci to the 450 team. So you look at what Yamaha's done, okay, and then now you look at what Kawasaki's. I think we're seeing a trend, and the trend is uh, getting it done sooner and less guys are out there hanging out, I think that's probably the best. So let's go to our next guest, Michael Locke. Michael, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Are we, are we seeing a trend, Michael, in, in motorcycle manufacturer uh, race race teams and those that are affiliated with you know the, the manufacturers? Are we seeing a, a trend where they're getting business done a little sooner than later? It's a very good question. Um, I, I can't speak for the other disciplines, but I can tell you, in American flat track this year, we are right in the middle of what I would what I would term as the first ever real silly season. Um, there is all <laughs> there is all kinds of things going on at the moment in preparation for 2019, um, and you know it's it's partly a result of the of of the fuss and the growth of the sport, but right. it's partly 
a result of the fact there were some big and serious players getting involved in our sport uh, in 2019 and 2020. And they bring disciplines from, you know, whether it be motocross or road racing, of doing things professionally and doing them early. So, um, yeah, I can't speak for the other guys, but I can tell you in AFT, we're uh, we're having our first Philly season. We're not quite sure what to do with it. I mean, Savachi joins uh, uh, Eli Tomac, right? And... Um I'm not sure where Josh Grant's going to land, but uh, nice job out of uh, the 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 pro motocross guys. Anyway, so let's go to flat track news and uh, let's we'll start with PJ. PJ, uh, we've got uh, Michael Locke on the program. Yep, and it's great to talk to you again, Michael. So you've got a, an actual silly season that you. Uh, I mean, are you? Is there any sense that you guys can use this for? Uh, in, you know, I know you've been involved in your rebranding, and the excitement That's that huge, goes with a silly huge. season is certainly you know something that can lead to uh, you know press, additional press, mm-hmm. and building of excitement within your fan base. I mean, is that something that you guys are looking to capitalize on uh, in some capacity with your uh, media relations? Well, you know, obviously, as a sanctioning body, we're Switzerland. Um, so we couldn't possibly get involved in all that skullduggery. Um, <laughs> however, <laughs> You're right. Who uses that word hand, anymore, skullduggery? I, don't know. I love it. On the other hand, obviously, we are, uh, we're the guardians of, uh, of, of the interest in the sport and the sizzle around it, and there are lots of things going on at the moment, but all I'm doing is I'm counseling the people involved um, uh, that if they want to leak it, do it professionally. If right. they don't want to leak it, think about the right time um, to release the news. Uh, we are wrapping up our season uh, on the weekend of October the 6th at um, Meadowlands. We're actually going to Meadowlands, right, okay. right in the shadow of, uh, of New York City, uh, to race at the mile there. And then the day after... And for, you, for, for those fans out there, I want to I want to make sure that they understand what you're saying. It's the Meadowlands. Okay. Yeah. Because he has a bit of an accent. Okay, just a little yeah, bit. Unfortunately, I haven't. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't lost that all yet. I would drink uh, with you me- just to listen to you talk. The, it's the Meadowlands, <laughs> the Meadowlands of New Jersey, um, in the shadow of New York City. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up the season on the Saturday night at the races, and then on the Sunday, we're going to go into New York City and have our end of season awards party. And I think there might be some announcements at our awards party in preparation for 2019. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pro- we promise promised that, but you never know. Locke, where will that be? Where will the awards uh, uh, ceremony be? That that information will be released um, later this week. Please have uh, it at the garden. Our... Will you please? Madi- <laughs> Madison Square Garden, the theater at the garden, would be a perfect place. Holds about, what, five, 6,000. I've announced a fight there before. I've announced weigh-ins there. But what a great and grand place to have it at. And I can get you a it price. Will... <laughs> it will not be very far from Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's got to be somewhere you can expect these racers are going to be doing silly stuff like wheeling their Indians through the event and whatnot, and or XRs. You never know. What about the New Yorker? All I can promise you is that we will be live streaming the awards party on Fans Choice. Am I hosting or announcing or doing anything? You are welcome as a guest. Oh, nice. Uh, Is that a paid thing, or do I have to buy a ticket? (laughs) No, you don't have to buy. Okay, so coming up. This Sunday, Harley-Davidson Springfield Miles, Springfield Short Track, the AFT Singles, already one of the biggest, fastest, most anticipated motorcycle events of the year. It is uh, the 100th running of the world's fastest mile. And you've got Scotty uh, Scotty Parker 
uh, as the Grand Marshal, if you will. But Jared Meese looks to clinch that AF2, AFT Twins title at the 100th running of the event. How, how special is this to look at what Jared Meese has done this year? I mean, let's face it, number one, Indian motorcycles, uh, you know, racing. He's done an outstanding job uh, lifting that brand up. But Indian has just come out and clobbered everybody. I think it's difficult uh, in the moment uh, usually to have any perspective. Um, uh, but, but I look at this, that history's being written this year. Um, history that people will look back on uh, years from now. You know, you, you reference um, Scotty Parker. Right. Anyone who knows anything about flat track, um, remember Scotty Parker for being um, possibly the greatest racer of all time. Right. Record number of wins, the king of Springfield and other places. Um, at the time, there may have been people saying it's a bit boring that he wins every week, but no one would remember it like that now. Um, and so I look at Jared Meese, and week in, week out, his preparation is exemplary. Um, his team crew are fully coordinated. He's on an outstanding bike. Uh, he takes everything seriously. I mean, he eats a diet that most rabbits would be proud of. Uh, he, trains, he trains seven days a week. Uh, this guy is a once-in-a-generation, and everything came together for him this year so far. Um, so I think we're going to look back on the 2018 season and what Jared and his team and Kenny Tolbert and the support of Indian have done. And I think we're going to see this as one of the um, historic seasons. You have on Friday, you're kicking everything off with a, a great golf outing to benefit Parker Norris, who was injured back in June. Uh, and, and that's part and parcel to the rookie class of 79. Can you talk about that? Yeah, we have, um, we have a great partnership um, with, uh, with the rookie class of 79, and particularly with Charlie Roberts, who's a tireless campaigner for the charity. Um, and uh, in fact, I just, I just saw Charlie yesterday, and we were, uh, we were talking about all the events coming up around Springfield, and how pleased they are with the uh, with the progress that uh, that Parker's made. Uh, quite amazing from uh, all the information we were getting, even only um, four or five weeks ago. Right. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't have hoped that his recovery would be going uh, this well. So uh, I think that the charity's delighted, uh, AFT's delighted. Um, uh, we're fully supporting all of their efforts in and around Springfield and all their fundraising to give them a lot of publicity support and resource support, and we accommodate them at the races and make sure their profile's high. And Charlie's doing a great job. You know, he, he told me yesterday, they're raising at the moment across all their different campaigns something in excess of $2,000 a day. Wow. Uh, and, and that $2,000 goes straight to the projects that they're working on. So they're doing a fantastic job. Past Springfield Mile winners, by the way, include Bill uh, Tuman, uh, Scotty Parker, of course, Chris Carr, uh, Kevin Atherton, Brian Smith, Kenny Coolbeth Jr. Tony, you like that guy, Kenny Coolbeth? Coolbeth. Coolbeth. Uh, Jake Johnson, Jared Meese, and Jeff Carver. Uh, they're going to be honored during the opening ceremonies. And I know, Tony, you had your hand up, so you go next. Oh, I was just I just wanted to congratulate Michael on uh, just the success you guys have had this year. I mean, we've, we've had... Uh, you know we've been we've been talking to your racers and uh, people that are involved in your series throughout the season and man everybody's just really on an up upbeat attitude about about uh, AFT and and we heard you guys even had to turn people. I Chris Carr told us a couple of weeks ago you guys actually had to turn fans away and you were asking riders to get up out of the infield seats or something so <laughs> <laughs> so you could sell tickets and I love to hear this that. Was, uh, this was at uh, Weedport, New York, and it was the first year we'd gone to this facility. And I have to say it's a beautiful 
a beautiful half-mile facility, great grandstands and facilities. You know, when I drove in in the morning, they had guys with hand shears cutting the grass, <laughs> making sure that everything was perfect. I mean, that happens every week at flat track races, I know, but it was it was unusual for me. Um, but we, we got there, and, we, and we'd really prepped the market. We'd really gone in and done promotion of the three, four weeks beforehand to raise awareness and get a, a, a bit of excitement going. And I know that upstate New York is, you know, it, it's a it's a um, experience yeah. um, out yeah. of the world when it comes to racing and motorcycling in general. So we expect an informed crowd there. What we didn't expect was so so many of them turned up on the Saturday night. And and as I, as I guess Chris told you, we had the um, unenviable task of having to close the ticket office. Um, because we were over capacity and turned people away. Too bad. Almost, no, almost nobody in the pro flat track community that has seen that in in, in living history. Michael, so, when um, when you guys took it over, we we actually predicted success. We didn't know that success would be here as quick as it is. But what you guys have done is remarkable. Bringing back an almost dead, okay, an almost dead discipline. And, and almost forcing it back, willing it, if you will, back to where it is. You've done a remarkable job. By the way, folks, uh, tickets available for the Springfield Short Track are 20 bucks. Available at springfieldmile.org. Look under tabs, events, events list. And uh, get, them while they're, <laughs> get them while they last because I guarantee you on Sunday, you don't want to miss what's going on. They got live music from ZZ Trip, which is a lot like ZZ Top, only about probably seventy nine percent cheaper and shorter beards <laughs> and f- <laughs> food trucks galore. A bait break, uh, bike drawing and parade lap led by the Grand Marshal Scotty Parker at intermission to aid Parker Norris and Brad Baker. So many good things going on. It's always good to talk to you, Michael. Um, but next year, could you not schedule anything on top of Tony's race, please? I, I, you know, I did pick that up in your intro, and Tony, I, I, I'm sorry if we've uh, if, if we've been treading on your toes there. It was completely unintentional, uh, but I can give you the backstory briefly. The backstory is that this is the third time uh, uh, when we went in May to the Springfield Mile um, for the first time this year. It was the third time that we had uh, used our AFT singles class as a guest at the Speed Mate um, All Stars Round, and it just got to the point where. Um, so many people turned up. Even Steve, Steve was surprised that in his amateur classes and his all-star classes, so many people turned up. We ended up finishing the program, and of course, the final race was AFT singles. We ended up finishing the program at one forty-two in the morning, um, <laughs> and, and 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 you know the athletes were complaining. You can expect that, but my broadcast guys and air fence guys <laughs> and electrics and lighting guys who had to then decamp to the mile across the street for a full program the next day threatened to down tools so okay. we we got we well, got together with steve and, and and he agreed to split his program and and transfer some of it to the friday night and so that the saturday he did the vintage on friday night and and i've got a 30 year old event that i just i just acquired last year and you it's spent like a half a million dollars it's pretty frustrating thing. i'll yeah. tell you it really yeah. it really bummed on, on it michael hey, and, at least and a lot we, of guys are. at least we have the american pickers frank fritz and and mike and, and everybody from the the cast and crew of the show mm-hmm. at least we have them yeah uh, tony we'll see what we can do for future events i appreciate Why we work it? together can't we work together can't we be friends absolutely there Thank just you. isn't enough racers to go around <laughs> at an amateur level no especially vintage yep. to and you're two and a half hours away i mean it's yep. it's a it's a tradition and there's a lot of people i mean if you 
if you saw the Facebook, you know, the social and and maybe nobody cares. And, and I, I guess care. we'll know Friday night where everybody goes. But it's just going to split everybody's crowd. And it's I'm just sure, too bad. I'm sure that we can. I'm sure that we can work it out. Appreciate. Maybe it. we move you, Tony, to Thursday. Just kidding. Um, so again, folks, look for AmericanFlatTrack.com online. And by the way, if you're in Milwaukee for Harley Davidson's 115th celebration, keep in mind Springfield is only a short four and a half hour ride from Milwaukee on Sundays. So great way to cap off the weekend. And I don't. A lot of people aren't working on Monday. Is that right? It is the holiday. What is the holiday? Is it July? It's all 4th? about labor. Labor. Labor Day weekend. Okay. Just messing with you. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, thank you, Michael. Uh, We've got a commercial break coming up. This portion of our show brought to you by our our good friends at uh, Front Porch Partners and Front Porch uh, Media. Look for them online. Front Porch people. Yep. They are the Front Porch people. I was getting there. But uh, we do want you to check out our our fellow shows at Front Porch Partners. Uh, people.com and uh, we'll take a quick time out more of pit pass radio after this jack take it away get ready race fans because the ultimate nascar experience is about to hit the airwaves welcome to pit pass nascar the podcast that takes you deep into the heart pounding world of nascar racing join us each week as we bring you closer to the nascar action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers team members and industry insiders so whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast. <laughs> 